Warning, this week's James Whale radio show may contain James Whale. Yes, it's me, Robbo, the producer of the James World Radio Show. James is not here this week. He may feature a little bit later on on the show, but uh, for now it's just me. Yeah, he's been on talk radio this week. It's only a temporary gig at the moment. Hopefully he'll um, manage to get his uh, feet firmly under the table there and do a few more shows. He will be doing some more shows for talk radio in the next few weeks. Some of those are going to be late night spots, so that should be quite entertaining. At the moment, he's doing some drive shows. In fact, by the time you hear this, he's probably finished them all. Uh, I'm sure he's going back to do some more. We'll fill you in on Twitter and social media, I'm sure, when and where he's going to be. But for now, it's just me. It's just like the Big Brother days all over again. That feels like a lifetime ago now. Blimey. So what have I got to talk about this week? Um, do you want the truth? The whole truth and nothing but the truth? Um, nothing. Absolutely nothing. I've got nothing to talk about this week because I didn't know I was going to be doing this. Uh, he, he literally just phoned me about half an hour ago. He said, oh, I'm on my way to uh, do the uh, drive show. I don't think I'll be able to do the James Well radio show today because I'll be quite late and he's got other things to do, etc., etc., etc. He sent me a few uh, audio files for me to include in the show. I suppose I've got some music. I could always play some music. <sighs> I don't know. I really don't know what to talk about. I could talk about my concrete because, as you know, I'm quite good at DIY. Well, at least I think I am. Um, yeah, this week I've been concreting. I bought some concrete online. It turned up in loads of bags. I bought about 30 bags of concrete, which ended up being 50-something bags. I don't know how that happened. Maybe they were half the size, but I, d- I don't know. I d- I really don't know. So I bought some concrete, I bought a wheelbarrow, I bought a rake and a hoe. Now, I don't know if you've been online and ordered a hoe before, but uh, I have and I ordered a, um, a hoe and I got the wrong one. I tried using the hoe, but it was very, very hard going. So I gave up and I ended up using a rake to mix the concrete in the wheelbarrow. I found it easier. I don't know why. Apparently there's two types of hoe. There's the hoe that you do sort of the weeding with. It's like a flat thing. And there's one that's like a 90 degree angle one. It's the 90 degree angle one apparently I wanted, but I didn't have one of those. I ordered the wrong thing. I ordered a rake as well. And uh, they sent me a rake. It wasn't the rake I ordered. I ordered a, a normal mud rake, if you like. And they sent me a nice rake for raking up leaves, which didn't really help at all. So uh, fortunately, uh, a phone call. And uh, they swapped it out for me, so that's quite good. But yeah, 50-odd bags of uh, concrete, a wheelbarrow, a hoe, and a rake. I also ordered a hammer. Um, I ordered the hammer from Amazon, and I was doing the job on Tuesday. So Monday, late evening, I thought, oh, I need a hammer to knock in some uh, pegs and things, you know, to make... I think they call it shuttering. It's basically flat bits of wood that you concrete up to. See, I know all the technical terms just don't know how to do the job. So I ordered this hammer from uh, Amazon. It was about 7.30 in the evening and uh, I was told I would get it the following day. 
I have an Amazon Prime account, so I use Amazon quite a lot. It's really handy because you do get the stuff usually the following day. Anyway, this hammer didn't turn up. So I went into the uh, the shop next door. Um, it's, it's the shop that I own. It's got nothing in it other than some tools from when I've done work previously. And uh, funnily enough, I found a rake. Um, so I didn't need to order the rake either. But uh, there was a rake there, a few shovels. And uh, I found a hammer. So I used that hammer. And I didn't need to order one after all. So obviously I'm incredibly lazy and I should have gone next door and looked at the big pile of tools that I've collected over the years and gone, look, there's a rake, there's a hammer. I probably even have a wheelbarrow, to be honest. Uh, I certainly don't have any concrete, even though I do have a big pile of gravel in the uh, the back where I was um, going to be doing the concreting, which I could have probably maybe used. Uh, I don't know, because I don't know how concrete's made. I'm assuming it's some sort of fine gravel, sand and cement and a bit of water. I'll tell you what I also own, which uh, would have been very handy, is a cement mixer. That's at my parents' house. Now they live, I don't know, about 15, 20 minutes away. And this is how lazy I am. I was contemplating ordering a new cement mixer to get it delivered to me rather than getting in a car and then going all the way there and arranging to pick it up and whatever. But according to the internet, I didn't really need a cement mixer. Apparently you empty the concrete bags out onto the floor and then you spray it with water in the air like it's raining and then you come back the following day and it's all nice and flat. Now I don't know much about concreting as, as I'm sure you can guess. I don't think it's as simple as emptying the bags out on the floor, spraying it with a bit of water and then going home and then coming back the following day and going da da nice flat concrete. It can't be that simple. That's what it said on the bag but it can't be that simple. I went for method two on the bag, which was mix it and then throw it down in, you know, in buckets or wheelbarrows or whatever, and then flatten it and get a bit of a board and whack it down and how you see it done on the telly, basically. So I got, uh, I got this lad who works for me. His, his name's Mez. Um, that's not his real name. That's his shortened name because I can't pronounce his real name. He works for me. He, uh, he fixes Apple computers. He's, um, you know. He's there with his little screwdrivers, you know, and his little keyboard. And so I, when I when I said, I'm doing a bit of concreting, do you fancy giving me a bit of a hand? He uh, he leapt at the opportunity. At least that's the way I'm going to be uh, telling the story. So we were outside. We, we shut up shop. We went outside. It, it's literally a path in the back of our uh, shop that uh, links the car park to the back door. It's all self-enclosed. The job shouldn't take any more than an hour because the bag clearly says... You've got an hour. That's it. After an hour, your time's up. It's a bit like, uh, dare I say, Bake Off, where you mix the mixture and then you present it and you've got an hour. At the end of the hour, Paul Hollywood is going to come along and he's going to go, hmm, bit of a crusty top on that. Or whatever concrete does. I've got a clue. Um, so we mix this concrete, about 20 bags of it. We were knackered. It's not easy mixing concrete. We needed that cement mixer, really. But uh, we mixed it all, flattened it all, broomed the top of it to give it a nice sort of textured finish. It took about two and a half hours. So I don't know what went wrong. Um, this stuff's supposed to set in an hour, and we were there for two and a half hours doing the concrete. Now, when I turned up the following day to work and looked at the uh, the job we'd done, I wouldn't be able to get away with telling people, oh yeah, we had some people around to do the concreting, you know, because it's not that good a job. 
The thing that worries me is it's pink. Now, I've always thought concrete to be sort of between light grey to dark grey. I assume it goes down dark grey and then it's sort of, well, I, would, I wouldn't say dark grey. I'd say medium grey. Grey, right? We'll just call it grey. And then as it dries, it goes to a light grey. Almost cementish in colour. But what I've ended up with is a bright pink path. So I don't know what to do now. Do I paint it? Do I leave it pink? Do I give it a second coat of something? One of the ideas I thought of is if I get some um, cement and sort of make a like a really wet cementy liquid and then sort of throw it on top of the concrete and then brush it in, um, that might make it a bit more cementy looking or it just might make the pink a bit lighter. I don't know. If anyone knows, email me, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Oh, the hammer. The hammer finally turned up the other day. I opened it up. I thought, what's this? Oh, it's the hammer. Really nice hammer. Um, But I didn't need it. I didn't need it because it turned up late. So I thought, you know what? I'll just send it back. Now, Amazon are great. I don't know if you've ever bought anything from Amazon and had a problem, but Amazon are amazing. Their service is absolutely amazing. So I went online, went to my account, clicked on my order list, clicked on the hammer, click return, and it said, why do you want to return this? And there's a pull down menu and it gives you loads of options. And one of them is it didn't arrive within the estimated time. So I clicked that. And then it gave me an option. It said, would you like a refund or would you like a gift voucher or would you like to put the money against another purchase? I just click refund. And do you know what it said? Keep the hammer. Keep the hammer. So I got a refund and I got to keep the hammer, which I don't need. So I'll put that next door and the next time I do a job, I'll have two hammers that I won't use. By the way, I haven't finished doing all the concreting. I've only done one section. I've got another section to do, which is going to be a lot easier to do because I haven't got to go and concrete round a drain and some pipes and all that sort of stuff. It's just a, it's just a very small piece left to do. I may need to order a new broom though, because during the uh, process of doing all the uh, concreting, the broom disappeared and it was around the time of the last two tips of wet concrete. So I have a funny feeling the broom is under our pathway. So I'm going to have to order a broom. Now I could buy a broom from the uh, bargain shop a few doors down from me. They sell them there. And I think that's where the last broom that I think we buried came from. But I'm going to order it from Amazon. Only because I want to see how a broom is going to turn up. What packaging is it going to come in? Although that's probably not environmentally friendly, I suppose. Let's have a bit of music. But when we come back out of the music, we're going to have a clip from uh, James's show on talk radio where he's talking to some American about something. I don't know what it's about, but we'll play it when we get back out of this track. This is a track called Harry's Still Sad from a Swedish indie rock band called Spencer. them with a broken heart all the days in grief they changed his feelings 
and the things he believes in. He grew older with the stories in his mind. He just couldn't hold them back when he was dreaming. He always saw her dancing in the corner with a friend. What we're going to do now is talk about the very worrying story that's the headline news story all over the world at the moment. And that is who is going to run the United States of America, the United States of America, uh, that country, basically a third world country, uh, a country where there is a lot of degradation. There's a lot of poverty. And the only country that has ever used in anger weapons of mass destruction uh, the United States of America that lots of people in this country are so in love with. Uh, let's talk to Chris Plant. He's a host on WMAL Radio in Washington. Chris, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon to you. How's yeah. everything in merry old England? Well, merry old England's doing very well. I've got my bow and my uh, arrow propped up queen. in the corner. The Queen, bless her, is All very, right. very good. Um, and right. I'm 
first of all, I'm going to offer you an or- olive branch, if that's okay. Oh, sure, sure, olive branch. Uh, the United States is not the only country to use weapons of mass destruction uh, as a hostile act, though. But, really? but we'll just move on. No, 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 please tell me. I don't remember, I don't remember uh, anybody nuking... In Syria, for example, yeah. quite recently, yeah. and yeah. Uh, there are other examples as well. Yes, there are, but unfortunately, America is still the only country that used a nuclear deterrent. But that's, you know, let's, let's not talk well, about that for the moment. English butts from the Japanese imperialists. Yeah. You know, well, they're about to overrun you. It's funny how, uh, how history does does have a, a, a habit of, uh, of fading in the distance. But listen, I know that you're in a bit of a pickle over there in the US at the moment, and I know that in Washington, Chris, you, uh, you know, you've got a few problems. How would you like to be absorbed into the British Commonwealth again? I mean, I know it's a long time since we had the revolution. <laughs> sure, we could always use another little adjunct state. What are you guys producing these days? A lot more than you are, and we don't have half the murder problems you have either. Another falsehood. Well, we've got many more people here, and we've got freedoms and liberties. Yeah. And see, we, we maintain arms just in case limeys come back over the transom and start making demands. We can, we can brush you back like we did the Soviets and the yeah. Nazis yeah. And, and the Kaiser's boys. Yeah, yeah. Does it, does it really make you feel good living in a country like that? I mean, be honest. It must. You must have. When you're, when you're the bravado's gone and you're in your bed on your own at night, you must have nightmares about being an American. Well, these days, the left kind of has the country by the throat, and they're stealing from everybody the usual routine and lying to everybody the usual routine. In fact, I just got a new notice about my Obamacare today. Just today, they jacked it up another $200 no. a did month. they? Barack Obama, just per month. Yeah. Now it's more than $900 American dollars a month. Just for premiums before yeah. I get to the first stitch or the first pill, because Barack Obama, who lied to us about this hey, Obamacare dear, thing again and again, dear. if you like your health I, insurance, listen, I can't twenty five hundred dollars all alive. You've answered like so many questions, and to you guys for so I many can decades. I shout louder now. than you, baby, and I have a better diction than it. you do. And listen, no, I really understand. You, I you understand. Just have a funny accent. I, it's, uh, it's more pretentious, but uh, just shush one minute. There's only one we'll person around here. Around here who has a funny accent, and that has to be you. But listen, I now understand from what you're saying why you guys keep coming over here to use our free health service and then do off back to the Never States happened. without paying. We do have a few deadbeats, but, um, yeah, and, and, and you can have them. We send them to you and we send them to Canada. Deadbeats yeah. are us, and you we'll don't, send them over you, your way. You just don't like poverty, do you? What would you... You know, no, what are you going to do That's about it? We've created more wealth and lifted more people out of poverty and squalor than any country in the history of humankind. We've saved your guys. I can't even tell you. My father came over and pulled your fat out of the fire in WWII, and my grandfather pulled your fat out of the fire in WWII. Listen, listen, if you want to live in a kind of world like cloud cuckoo land you live there my friend but what are you going to do if if How's that EU Trump, thing working out if well it's working out fine for some people not so good for other people but what are you going to yeah. do if Trump becomes the next president you can shout and scream about it as much as you like but here you are you've got a man with his finger on the button who really doesn't know which way is forward does he 
Well, I think he knows which way is forward. He's done perfectly well in the world. He's made his way. He'll be okay. He'll surround himself with all kinds of uh, good people. Unlike these lefties that wreck everything, I got to tell you, we didn't have race riots before these lefties came in. That's a that's an invention of the left. They're calling everybody racist. They're burning businesses really? down, stealing stuff from the extension store. Uh, shooting people all over the place, and we'll, we'll send them over to you. If Trump becomes president, maybe we'll buy England, give you guys a break, yeah. we'll buy it, and, and put in some yeah. nice condos and some golf courses. Yeah, well, he's tried doing that already, but you probably know we don't want him back over here, or the majority of us don't want him back over here. What is going to happen when the rest of the world says, look, you know, America, we're a bit fed up with you telling the rest of us how we should live and what we should do. Just stick it, okay? Leave us alone. You stay over in America. Stop invading other countries. Stop making up unpleasant. Uh, uh, sure. You know, just no, just be just be idea. nice Listen, guys. Just try and be nice and stay in your own okay. country. Well, we're we're not nice to the Nazis or the Soviets or the Kaisers or the oh, Japanese. Dear, oh, dear. Listen, you live nice in the, the past. When we're are you nice going to start coming and living? Terrorists you... either. We go over and we kick their asses. Yeah. And look, you guys have. Sadly, you don't. Sadly, what you do is you go and you miss the people you should be shooting at, and you shoot the people on the same side. For goodness sake, Riley of Great Britain, this guy. Never we listen, need, hey, hey, listen, we uh, look, we'll we need you to butt you you out. You don't worry your silly little pastel little yeah. asses about you that, see, okay? It, We're fine. What worries me is it's so easy to wind you yanks up that I'm really concerned that somebody just as silly as you, obviously, with the same views as you, likely to be the president of the United States, is going to be there causing more. A man who thinks he can build a wall between America and Mexico, a man who thinks that he can stop crime immediately, a man who talks such rubbish, a bit like you, Chris, sorry to be rude, just a little bit like you, is going to be the leader of the so-called free world. Well, it's not a very free world if you live in America, is it? Uh, well, we're a lot more free than you guys. You don't even have free speech, and the government stands on your neck every day. But the left is on their way here, too, so we're keeping our eyes peeled for them. Listen, I, I sure hope that that refugee flow from the Middle East doesn't overrun Great Britain anymore and, and Western Europe, because I always like visiting. It's a nice vacation spot, but if you're going to Islamize and if you're just going to keep building mosques and all our women are going to be assaulted going over... Do you know you're an idiot? I don't want you on this program anymore. You're cut off because, quite frankly, the stupid, inane and aggravating ideas that you have worry me. Okay, and the only future for a world where you take that kind of approach is rather upsetting. So thank you very much indeed, uh, Chris Plant, host on WMAL Radio in Washington, obviously, uh, right wing radio station and uh, supporter uh, of Donald Trump, that's uh, the view of the world that they have. Is it a world we're going to be relaxed in? Is it a world you want to live in? I'm interested to know what you think. Maybe I was too hard on him. Maybe I was too hard on him. Maybe I should be more understanding towards the Americans. And I have friends in America. I have a friend, believe it or not, who's a cop in Chicago. And uh, I've spent some time with him. I Listen, I know I'm never going to be allowed back into America. It doesn't worry me. I'm not concerned. I don't want to go back to America. I've had enough of America. But I am concerned that that attitude is likely to cause my children and my grandchildren trouble in the future.
Should we not be trying to understand each other rather than trying to kill each other? Here we are in the 21st century and we're still fighting wars about our imaginary friends. That doesn't sound to me to be much in the way of progress. What do you think? Yeah, what do you think? You can always email him, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com with your uh, thoughts on that. Wow. We'll go back to uh, James a little bit later on. Let's do a a bit of tech talk uh, right after this. Tech talk. Sponsored by Oda UK. Sweat. Smell as good as your friends. Sweat. The 100% recycled new body spray from Oda UK. Great stuff, that uh, sweat from ODUK. Great stuff. Um, Good fragrance to it, I feel. Um, Okay, what's been happening in tech this week? Um, Battersea Power Station, the uh, former coal fire power station, um, that's been left empty next to the River Thames, apparently is going to be the new home for Apple. Apple are thinking of taking over a huge chunk of it for their new UK headquarters. So that's a bit of good news, I suppose. The other bit of the news is uh, Samsung again. Things are blowing up. I saw something online earlier that some Samsung top-loading washing machines in the US are exploding. What are Samsung doing? It seems like everything that they're making is going to explode at some point. You know, you've got your Samsung telly on the wall. Is that going to blow up? To be honest, I didn't even know that Samsung made washing machines. I know they make fridges. So in a few weeks' time, are we going to hear that some fridge has blown up or a freezer's exploded or something? I really don't know what's going on. What, what What's going on with Samsung? Samsung are up there. You know, they're, they're one of the big brands like Sony, Panasonic. You know, the market leaders in electronics. Innovators. And yet, everything's blowing up. Phones smoking on planes. I mean, you're not supposed to smoke at all on planes. Never mind phones. I just don't get it. It's just not a good time for Samsung. On to some good news now for Sinclair Spectrum fans. Now, I must admit, I am one of those. I'm a huge Sinclair fan. I even own a Sinclair C5. No, I don't travel to work in it in the morning, although I could do. It's a brilliant piece of kit. It really is. If they were to release the Sinclair C5 today and market it properly, not with guys in business suits and a little suitcase, or the woman going round the shops and putting a bag of spuds in the boot. You know, that's how it was marketed back in the day. Nobody's going to use a Sinclair C5 for that. Just imagine listening to this advert, albeit a bit more modernised, today. Imagine a vehicle that can drive you five miles for a penny. A vehicle that needs no petrol, just a battery. And that takes the press of a button to start, the squeeze of a lever to stop. That needs no license, no road tax, and you can drive whether you're 14 or 40. A vehicle that costs just £399. The Sinclair C5. It's a new power in personal transport. Sinclair C5, £399. Want to buy one? Want to see one? Or simply want to read all about it? Just dial 100 and ask for free phone C5. 
now. The Sinclair C5 is a vehicle to have fun in. It's road legal. You only have to be 14 years of age. You don't need a helmet. You don't need tax. You don't need insurance. You don't need a license. You just get in the thing, press the button and go. And I think it's the only electric vehicle that you don't have to pedal. All the modern ones, you have to pedal first and then turn the electricity on. You're not allowed to use just the electricity, but the C5 you can. And then I think they change the rules. The C5 is an awesome vehicle. And you know, you can mod it. It's like a bit of a project. You can add uh, sat-nav, speedometer. You can put more modern batteries that allow you to go further. You can up the voltage, make the motor spin faster, even though you're not allowed to. 15 mile an hour is the maximum speed limit you're allowed to go in this thing. But I did go down a hill once. It went a lot more than 15 mile an hour and it was quite worrying because when you put the brake on, the brake's only on one side of the vehicle. So it sort of skids a bit. And if you put the front brake on, the wheel's made out of plastic and the brake literally burns through the wheel and the wheel falls off. But other than that, it's an amazing vehicle. And you can pick one up for like 400 quid, fully restored. And that's how much they were being sold for back in 1985 or whenever it was when they came out. But anyway, this is not the story I wanted to talk about. The story I want to talk about is the Spectrum Vega Plus, which is a basically a Spectrum computer inside a handheld device. Basically a complete ripoff of the old Sega Game Gear, which is like a Nintendo Game Boy, but better. Um, so it's got a thousand games preloaded. It's got the keys and the gamepad on the unit, battery powered, completely portable. It's a brilliant device and that's coming out in October. So I'm really excited about this device because back in the day, Sinclair was going to bring out a Spectrum with its own inbuilt TV set before the company folded, well, before the company was sold to Amstrad, etc. They were going to bring out a Spectrum laptop, if you like. And this is kind of like the modern version of that idea. But there's also another Spectrum coming out soon, hopefully, if everything goes well, called the Spectrum Next. And if you get a chance to ha just Google Spectrum Next, this thing looks awesome absolutely awesome essentially it's a computer that looks like the old classic spectrum but with all the bells and whistles it has sd card for all the gaming or etc upgraded video upgraded sound it connects to your tv with hdmi so it's got high resolution graphics it's got all sorts of really cool stuff the keyboards the old clunky classic plastic keys from the old spectrum plus it's a really, really nice looking, sleek, shiny piece of kit. And to me, this is a true next generation Sinclair Spectrum. This is what I like to think that Sinclair himself would have brought out eventually if he'd have carried on going down the home computing market. Check it out. Go to specnext.com and have a look at it. I've never been more excited about a piece of technology as this. This is the bee's knees. It does absolutely nothing. It's just going to let you play Manic Miner and, you know, Attic Attack and Jet Set Willy and Daily Thompson's Decathlon. But it's just going to look so cool. It really is. Even if you never, ever use it, just having one of these on your desk. Oh, amazing. 
And if there's ever a person that I would ever want to meet or have a phone conversation with, it's Sir Clive Sinclair. So if anyone out there knows Sir Clive Sinclair and can arrange for me to meet him or have a phone conversation with him, then get in touch. Jameswellradio at gmail.com. Sitting in my room and I'm on my own It's cold outside and I'm feeling alone So I turn that dial and my radio's on I hear James Well and my troubles are gone I hear James Well on the radio I hear James Well and his podcast show I hear Let's talk about films briefly. Um, the film I want to talk about is a new film starring Harry Potter. Uh, obviously not Harry Potter, but uh, Daniel Radcliffe. It's a film called Swiss Army Man. And it's weird. It's really, really weird. Daniel Radcliffe plays a dead body in the film. He's dead throughout the whole film. He farts a lot. Um... He vomits water. The story is this. There's a man. He's stranded on a desert island. And he's all alone. And he's just about to hang himself. And just at the last minute, as he kicks himself off a milk crate or something, he looks out at the beach and there's a body. So he's thinking, oh, there's somebody there. And he he sort of struggles. He survives. And he runs down and he meets... Harry Potter's new character. I don't know what his name is. He's just a dead body. And essentially, this dead body has superpowers. And one of his superpowers is he can fart. So he escapes this desert island by riding this farting corpse across the ocean. And when he gets across the ocean, he's then lost in the wild somewhere. He makes friends with this dead body. And this dead body can talk okay it's just, I, I just don't go and see it it's in the cinema just don't don't go don't even rent it when it comes out if when it eventually goes on tv don't watch it don't even think i'll save that for a rainy day when i'm really 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 bored i'll get round to watching swiss army man don't just don't watch it but now of course you're all going to want to watch it you're intrigued, aren't you? You're thinking, it can't be that bad. Maybe Rob's over-exaggerating. Trust me, it's bad. Don't watch it. Don't watch it at all. Hopefully next week I'll get to see some better films. Now, apparently, James has just met Ash, his old producer, from the days of Talk Sport uh, for the first time in a long, long, long time. And people keep on asking, where is Ash? That's probably the most common question we get asked, mostly because they want to replace me with Ash, which I'm quite happy to do. It's just that I'm not sure that Ash would want to do my job. But Ash is still in talk radio, and this is what happened when James finally met up with his old producer, Ash. It's to be a decent drama. Kev, thank you very much indeed. What the hell are you doing in here? All right, man. Yeah, I'm all right, but How what are you, are you doing in here? I, you, Give him a hug. Hey? It's good to see you. 
you still um, smell a fags. No, well, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, you do actually. You smell a fags, to be honest Thank with you. you. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. But I you was got John Big Brother, man. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Fat D, he was good, but he got kicked out early, didn't he? He was good. You liked it. You're not still mates with that bear and the other ones, are you? you yeah, we hang out. Cut, you hang out. Yes, yeah, he's all right. I'm only saying. It's all right. I didn't like him at first, but he, yeah. He, yeah, you were right to, you know, assault them. Yeah. Well, it reminded me of you when I first got in there. And it sort of made, <laughs> made me actually think of you. Yeah. Hey, I got a message from you. It's James. I'll ring you back. So I've been waiting for like three years. Well, yeah, because you came up and said, Can, could I get you a job on that radio station I work for? Well, over don't in tell Leicester them Square? that. Well, that's all right. No, it's a, no. You know, and I said, look, I don't think they'll take you on. <laughs> and they didn't. And they didn't. And because um, <laughs> right. I thought you got a bit older, but now you've, you've had a makeover or something. <laughs> yeah. TV, well, I got you? paid so much money for yeah. doing that that I decided yeah. to go and have something done. <laughs> now you look good, man. Yeah, you're looking good. Yeah, you you didn't dispute that. Double figures. <laughs> How much money did you get? Double figures. It'll be my next book. I got a fiver. All right, let's be Still honest with good, it. I got a fiver and it worked well. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. So look. I left you here ten years ago. Yeah, well, I was wondering right. where you'd gone, man. I went out. It was all a big kerfuffle. I didn't understand it. Yeah, well, I went out. I told you I probably wouldn't be back yeah. that night. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah, and it was quite right. Um, but I, I, and you've waited here. It's like I've been the, wait, yeah, I've waited. Yeah, it's I like know. the Japanese prisoner of war. Has no, <laughs> nobody, the nobody told not you? Over. Yeah, no, nobody no, told you don't that trust I went. The news. No. Well, I've been I've been here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I know, you know, yeah. on the BBC. I've heard, I've heard. I've been following yeah. your career. Oh well, from well, afar, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. go so far as to say a career, <laughs> but yes, I mean. Uh, <laughs> but I can't get. I'm so sorry, man. I didn't realise you. Have you ever been allowed out of here since no, I no, went? No, no, I'm tagged. I've got a tag. Have you? I can't go in 400 well, I yards. I, did, uh, I didn't know that they were talking <laughs> about that publicly. You've got the tag still on, is it? Yeah. yeah oh, can't get dear, right, dear, right, dear. Settle the I always remember, I, yeah. well, no, I always remember when your mum and dad came up to uh, to, to, to my restaurant. In yeah, Harry, yeah, you threw remember? them out. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I mean, <laughs> just You threw my mum and dad out really? of his restaurant. Yeah. No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. Listen, we're back tomorrow. In the meantime, stay where you are. Wow, there we go. That's uh, James and Ash meeting up uh, after all these years. Sounds like they're having fun there, really, isn't it? You know, there's me sat all on my own here trying to put a show together with no notice whatsoever. Well, I say no notice. I did have 15 minutes, I suppose. So what else have I been doing this week? Well, I've been uploading more videos of uh, vintage James Whale. And by the way, we have a lot of videos being sent to us from the uh, makers of the Blue Whale, uh, Men and Motors. They've sent us all the links for all the shows that James was in, so I'll get those uploaded as well. But in the process of doing all that, I've got a stack of VHS tapes that my mother had given to me a few months ago. And they're videos of um, pantomimes, uh, some of them that I was in, some of them that uh, I filmed. And my mother wanted me to transfer them onto uh, DVD. And I started doing the conversion and everything as best as I can. Shocking absolutely shocking. I mean, obviously the uh, acting quality of myself was shocking. Yes. There's even one of me singing. Um, but shocking the quality of VHS. Absolutely shocking. How did we put up with VHS tapes as a, as a suitable recording media? You've got tracking issues. You, you've got lines. You've got the top of the screen tearing. The audio is all hissy. 
the colors are way off. And these tapes have never been used, ever. No one's ever watched these tapes. They have been recorded, put in its little plastic or cardboard sleeve and shoved in a drawer. So they've not been overplayed, over-rewound. Shocking, absolutely shocking. I don't remember them being that bad. And I know that because it's magnetic media, I suppose, you know, it could theoretically degrade. But to that extent? So I've done the best I can. I've messed about with the audio levels. I got rid of all the really annoying... I mean, the hiss was louder than some of the actors. I, I use the word actors very loosely, of course. And they're up on YouTube. So if you want to watch them, feel free. I think it's had about four views so far, and I think three of them were me. I think one of them was YouTube, just to uh, verify that I wasn't uploading anything dodgy. But they're up there, so that's what I've been doing. I've got a few more tapes to do. The ones I've done are the ones with me in, obviously, and the ones that I recorded I'll be doing probably next week. And if you want to watch them, feel free. Uh, just email me, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh, attention to Rob, obviously. Uh, where are the Panto videos? And I'll quite happily tell you where they are, because at the end of the day, they're not as bad as that new Daniel Radcliffe film. Um, I'd quite happily sit through the Panto videos and watch that. So let's finish on some questions for the Robbo. I don't actually have any questions. What I'm going to do is I'm going to grab this uh, big pile of paperwork over here, which is all the show notes from all the episodes we've done. And what I'll do is I'll randomly answer a few questions because I haven't got any questions. Uh, if I'd have known that I was going to be answering some questions, I'd have obviously put it out there on social media. So hang on a sec. Uh, oh, crikey. Oh, here we go. There's lots of doodles all over these uh, bits of paperwork, so bear with me. Right. This is actually going to be quite hard because... Um, because some of these questions are obviously relating to James himself. Uh, Matt Compton, what does Charlie chuck? He chucks wood, I think. He carries a plank of wood around with him. I think he chucks them at drums. Um, there you go, that's the first one. I'm not sure this is going to work. Um, what's this? If you were told that the world was going to end and you were the only person who could save it and all you had to do was to snog Rob, would you snog him? Or kiss humanity goodbye. Uh, is that essentially me just kissing a mirror? Because if that's the case, I could do that um, quite easily. Unless there's another Rob on the planet, then of course I'd snog another Rob. Um, just to see if uh, all Robs are good kisses. Uh, next one. Who created God? Blimey. Um, some insecure person. Why do some motorway cameras appear to be pointing towards adjacent houses? Well, I imagine it's because if all you're doing all day is looking at cars going up and down a road, it's going to get a bit boring, isn't it? So why not turn the cameras around and uh, look through a few people's windows? There must be something... Uh, something more interesting going on there. I mean, I'm sure if you uh, had a good enough zoom, go through the living room window. Plasma TVs these days are quite big, so I imagine you could watch a bit of telly, I suppose. Um, let's have a look. Well, that's a good question related to me, I suppose. What is your favourite film genre and favourite actor? Keep up the good work, James. Okay, ignore that last bit. What's your favourite film genre 
action films, although I do like films like The Omen, Exorcist, that kind of film. Um, I, I enjoy those. Uh, End of Days is another one. Are they technically a horror film? I suppose they are. So action stroke horror films, favourite actor, favourite actor, Morgan Freeman and, oh, crikey, Morgan Freeman and Robin Williams. Mixture of those two, that'll do. Who, what else have we got here? Uh, when is Whaley going out and about again? That's a good question. He's out and about going to talk radio at the moment, so he's technically out and about. But I assume you mean Whaley goes to town, which we will bring back when we do the TV programme. I know we keep saying that, but James keeps changing direction. One minute he's on the BBC, then he's in Big Brother, and now he's filling in on talk, so... Whaley goes to town. It's coming back. When? I don't know. There's one here. What's your favourite cheese? I don't do cheese. I assume James does. Um, but I don't do cheese. Why is it you can go to bed feeling perfectly fine and wake up the next day feeling like you've been run over by a truck? Tell me about it. After doing all that concrete work, I had a nice relaxing bath. I got out the bath and I thought, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling really relaxed. And I'll sit down and watch a bit of telly and got a bit tired and then... Went to bed and woke up the following morning. Oh, dear. Oh, I was aching all over. Aching all over. I think it's just that we're all unfit. I think that's that's what it is. Uh, here's a good one. How do they give a baby an eye test when they can't read or speak? I've been for a few eye tests, and if I remember rightly, they sit you down at a machine, you rest your chin on this thing, and they push this thing to your face, and they show you a picture of a road and a balloon. And the road and the balloon go backwards and forwards until it becomes perfectly in focus. And then it stops, beeps, and prints out a little ticket. So I think what they're doing is checking the reflection in your eye. And when it's in focus, as far as the computer's concerned, that's how bad your sight is. And theoretically, that's all an eye test would need to be. I'm sh I know there's more to it than that, but that gives you a reading. And I assume that tells you at what point you were able to see the picture clearly. And therefore, here's your prescription. The rest of it's all for show, isn't it? Making you look stupid with that um, pair of glasses that they drop the lenses in and then they turn around and they go, is it better or worse? Is it square or rounder? They're all the same. If you not know, is, is that better or worse? I sit there in that chair going, no, it's exactly the same as the other one. What are you talking about? There's no what, square or rounder. I mean, when you can read the bottom text on the thing on the wall, that to me means your eyesight's fine. Then they put the glasses on with the lenses in and you can't read any of the thing on the wall. It's like someone's smearing Vaseline over your eyeballs. I just don't get the point. You know, just stick your face in that machine and, and let the machine do the work. I assume it's to justify the fee that they charge. Is the green more prominent than the red? They're both the same. It's a colour, you know. Prefer green than red. <laughs> if in doubt, just say green. Um, okay. Can you get a TARDIS inside a TARDIS? Yes, you can. There is actually a Doctor Who episode where there is multiple TARDISes. Or is it TARDI? That's a good question. That's that's a better question. Uh, is it TARDI or TARDISes when there's more than one? Anyway, uh, there is an episode of Doctor Who where there is a TARDIS inside a TARDIS inside a TARDIS and so on, and it just gets smaller and smaller each time. So uh, the answer to that is yes.
you can put a TARDIS inside a TARDIS. Dave Benjamin, who put the Ramadan, who put the Ram in the Ramadan a ding dong? I just did. Right. Uh, why can't Americans say nuclear or aluminium? Uh, I don't know how they say nuclear, but they don't they say aluminum? And the one that really gets me, the one that really gets me is why they can't pronounce the letter L. Sodder. Sodder, two wires together. Sodder. Sodder. It's solder. I wish someone would tell them. If you don't believe me, go on YouTube and, uh, and, and Google soldering. And you'll find loads of Americans in their shed with a soldering iron. And they're all going, I'm just going to put a blob of solder. God, dear me. Um, why are so many public toilets being closed? That's because no one can piss straight. Um, presumably, and you end up walking around in God knows what, and you have to pay for people to go around cleaning up. It costs lots of money. That's why toilets are being closed. And to be fair, most drunk people don't use public toilets. They just use alleyways. So there we go. Public toilets are now alleyways. Are there more sightings of UFOs these days? No, there isn't, because you can't get away with camera trickery anymore. What else have we got? Will it ever stop raining in Blackpool? Wink emoticon. I can tell you that it has stopped raining in Blackpool, because I've been to Blackpool, and when I went there, it wasn't raining. Um, so, yes, it does. Uh, let's have a look. What is your favourite decade for music? Um, 80s music for me I think maybe some late 70s 80s music and it's purely because it's the music you grew up with um when uh, when people like MC Hammer and Salt and Pepper started uh, appearing in the charts I lost all interest in uh, pop music for many 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 years and now it's all um now it's all formulaic music and we listen to the same thing over and over and over again. You've got to remember there's only about four chords that you can play on a piano or a guitar or whatever. So it's just variations of the same thing. So I think we've heard everything there is to hear uh, musically. Um, what else have we got? Should you only eat after eight minutes after 8pm? Uh, yes, you can eat them anytime because every time is after 8pm. Which way does water go down the plug hole on the equator? It doesn't go down. It sits there. It just doesn't move. It, there's no gravity on the equator. Everybody knows that. Why did you have to write in and ask that question? What's the difference between flammable and inflammable? The word in. Um, Dave Benjamins. How many roads must a man walk down? Not many if you've got a Sinclair C5. How do they make Maltesers? Get in the chocolate, shine it all the way around. I think they put it in a big drum, spin it round. I think the chocolate naturally gravitates round the uh, honeycomb. I think that's how to do it. A more important question is why, when you open a bag of Maltesers, are you guaranteed to get one that's chewy? Is, or is that just me? Every bag of Maltesers, without fail, or a box of Maltesers, one of them will be chewy. I think that's it um, for questions. I've done loads. I've done absolutely loads. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you to the radio stations that put this show out. Hopefully again, normal show next week when James understands what his schedule is going to be. Uh, it's a bit all over the place at the moment. Get in touch with the uh, talk radio on Twitter and tell them that uh, you want James to stay there or whatever. 
don't forget to check out our website www.jameswhaleradio.co.uk check out the shop i've posted a few baseball caps and some books and stuff this week so that's going well if you want to follow james on twitter he's at the james whale and i'm at dead air podcast thank you again to the radio stations to put this out thank you for listening you've been great catch you next week to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.